Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us and hanging in until we had everything solved. Uh, my name is Brad. I am the lead pastor here at Crossbridge. This is Jordan, who is the online pastor. You <laughs> forgot. I couldn't remember. I'm the millennial that uh, <laughs> works with the digital stuff. But there hey, everyone, go. thank you so much for tuning in. Like Brad said, thank you for hanging on, waiting just a little bit as we figured out some audio issues uh, and all that fun stuff. But tonight... Uh, we are going to push and challenge and encourage you with some tough questions that we hope that you engage in either via the comment section or process these uh, in your own lives. Right. Uh, because we've been in this series called Christian for the last seven weeks. Forever. Yeah. It hasn't been so long. We but – it hasn't felt forever. No, either. it's been it's been really good, and we've had so many good comments and and stretching. You know, people saying, "Hey, I'm being stretched," and and I'm looking forward to wrapping it up this this Saturday. So or I Saturday, agree. Saturday, Saturday. Why am I even here? Yeah, I don't know. But Jason <laughs> Stevens told me to ask you about the closing. So, um, yeah. Anyway, we're wrapping up this Sunday the series. We've got a great service planned. Hashtag ad. We've got a great worship set sermon brad's gonna kill it then we've got a spoken word music video and we're taking communion yeah. plus kim is closing probably gonna pray so it's gonna be a 10 <laughs> yeah, out of 10 yeah yeah and it's probably gonna you know with her praying minutes, we so may we may we go may, a little extra we might but it's gonna be really good <laughs> tonight what we're going to be doing um we are going to give you challenging questions to wrestle with practical next steps to take and then also push you in an encouraging way to really process the question am i a christian or just christian with quotation right. marks or am i making that transformation to a disciple right so uh let's just jump right in i'm going to read us a passage from mark chapter 12 verse 41 through 44 and this is what mark writes jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury many rich people threw in large amounts but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins, worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more money into the treasury than all the others. You see, they all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything. All she had to live on. I stinking love that story. You know, there was something when I read this after you gave me today that I had never seen before, that I never had thought of before. Yeah. Um, is that Jesus was sitting there watching the offering plate. Right. I never I never saw that. I've read that passage I don't know how many yeah. times. Yeah. But there was something. He was going to use it for a teaching moment, obviously. Mm -hmm. But there was something about it that he was watching the offering plate. Mm -hmm. it, is, it, it goes to show, I think, first and foremost, how much sacrifice is a part of the journey. Mm -hmm. Because Jesus spent a lot of his times in temples and the synagogues, preaching, teaching, walking with people and whatnot. But as we're breaking down this passage, it can be very easy for us to say, okay, well, this is a passage about, about money. money. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. Right. Well, it's know. obviously the illustration. Correct. Okay. But Jesus, just like with all of his parables and with all of his teachings and analogies, like with the five fish and two loaves, um, that he, when he feeds the 5,000, it wasn't just about the food. It wasn't about feeding. There was something about being hungry that God can fulfill in right. that spiritually. So same with this. This isn't just about the money. Um, it's what it really boils down to is if you are going to be a disciple of Jesus, it's not about how much you give. It's not about how much you do this, that, and the other. It's truly about sacrificing everything. It, it, 
And it's not only about sacrificing, but it's also a trust issue. Mm. You know, as, as you think about these people that he actually calls out here, he talks about the people who have wealth, right. who are giving a bunch of money, yeah. makes them all feel good. Getting that nice uh, tax refund, the number, the tax break. Yeah. Number one, it, it's not really a sacrifice to them. Right. And two, they're not trusting on God or anything. But then we've got this widow yeah. who basically gives everything she has to live on. Right. So not only is she sacrificing everything, but she's also trusting mm-hmm. God to provide everything for her because she's just given away everything that she has. Right. And we hear all the time that individuals who live in poverty um, or in developing countries, okay, whenever you go and travel the world and you see individuals, how they worship in the midst of their true, true, true suffering of like constant poverty. Right. Where there's literally nothing pointing towards hope right and how they worship is just inspiring and i think in this example jesus is saying um because so many of us in our prayer lives it's 99 percent want 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 yeah. god bless 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 and i think well we said all the time that you know how right. many, if you if if god granted everything you prayed for this week <laughs> right how many other people would be affected besides you you or your family exactly and again not that there's anything wrong with praying for yourself or your family but it, it always checks me of okay what what am i really you know, praying for. Right. And it's a powerful passage because then at the very end, Jesus calls together his disciples who are there with him. And yes. And, and, and makes a, a teaching moment out of this, which means it's a teaching moment for us also. Yep. And he says, Hey, guess what? If you are going to truly dive deeper into this thing called discipleship, uh, Christ following Christian, whatever it might be, you have to sacrifice everything. Right. And so this is, um, yeah. So, yeah. so, so what are some of those sacrifices, you know, that are relevant to us today? Yeah. Uh, and if you feel comfortable, let us know in the chat what's something that maybe God has been placing on your heart uh, that, you know, maybe you need to sacrifice more time. For me, it's social media, okay? It always comes back down to that um, because every time – so I've got – it's something called screen time on my phone. And at the end of every week, it shows me how much time I spend on my phone. Yeah, I have the same okay? thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this last week was four hours a day on average. Yeah. Now, granted, two to three of those hours are probably with work stuff because I run our digital ministry, but um, it doesn't include the time I watch TV, doesn't include Netflix, NBA games, <laughs> video games. It's just literally on my phone. Right. How much of that is God calling me to sacrifice to spend more time alone with him? Yeah. And and, and the, the whole thing about, you know, that is it's so easy to get caught up in that. You pick up your phone and you can waste yourselves 15, oh 16, 20, half hour, an hour in no time. Right. You know, and I, for me, I, I just wonder, what if I leverage that in a different way? Oh, yeah. What if I leveraged it into a quiet time with God? Yeah. What if I leveraged it into reading more scripture? Yep. Memorizing more scripture. Yeah. Let's face it. I'm not going to memorize scripture. I can't <laughs> remember your name, let alone anything else. <laughs> but, but but it is. I mean, right. you start thinking about this is that there are so much more, so many more better uses of time that we could have with that. Right. If we just start thinking about it and leveraging it. Right. Yeah. So let us know in the chat. What is something that you feel like God is placing on your heart lately? Like say, hey, I need to give up some more of this. Maybe it's uh, maybe it is watching how much episodes you watch on Netflix. When that Netflix timer pops up and says, "Hey, you've watched five episodes. Continue watching," rather than getting up off the couch and pressing continue. Uh, yeah, Marissa says Netflix for sure. It's my decompressor when I could be decompressing with Jesus time. Yeah. Um, God placed on my heart this last month that I don't spend enough time alone with Him, 
And so every morning now from 8 to 9 a.m. is an hour of time alone with God because I would always pull out my phone. What's that look like for you? Time alone with God? Because my guess is that a lot of people watching are saying, you know, saying, yeah, that that would be great. What would I do for an hour? Right. So what's that look like for you? So I do about four or five different things. I start out, right now I'm reading through the whole New Testament. Mm -hmm. And so I'm in Hebrews right now, and I'll I'll pull out the YouVersion Bible app, and I'll read three to four chapters of whatever book I'm on. Usually takes about ten to fifteen minutes. Then I go right into the the U version Bible app. Incredible! If you don't have it, download it. It's for free. Something else that they have. Have you ever done any of their stories? On uh, the yes. Homepage. Yes. So I then right after I read, then I go into a time of being taught. Um, so the the reading the first three to four chapters, first ten minutes is kind of like God, you speak to me through me reading. The next five to ten minutes, I go through their story on the YouVersion Bible app, and it's a speaker, a different speaker each day, walking us through a Bible verse, then there's prayer time, and then there's a devotional. So that's the devotional time. Then after that, I go onto our Echo app, which is our prayer app, Yeah. Um, and I spend 10 minutes in prayer. And so you're probably not familiar with the Echo app. If you want to join our prayer team, then you can become familiar with it. But uh, I encourage you to just spend 10 minutes in prayer, and then I go downstairs and I spend... Um, 20 minutes journaling. So I get my essential oils out. You're going to make fun of me. No, I'm I am essential oils. Wow. I put on meditation music and I journal. Um, just journal a prayer. Yeah. Okay. Then the last 10 minutes, I literally put all the things away, take off my glasses and my watch, and I sit in silence for 10 minutes. And I say, God, just speak to me during this time. How do you keep from making that just a ritual? Uh, I'm just doing this to check it off the list. Uh, some days it feels like that. Yeah. Um, but even in those days, um, I I try so hard. I say, God, I don't want to do this. I know I have to do this. I know I and I say half because I truly believe that as disciples we need to spend time with God. And so I'm saying, yeah. God, today it really does just feel like a sacrifice. Yeah. And I don't know if there's anything wrong with doing stuff that feels sacrificial, because I know that we want we want that good feeling of doing the sacrifice. Right. Some days it literally stinks to. <laughs> Spend an hour of time you know, and I bet God. that's encouraging to some people out here because yeah. you know, hearing hearing you say that because it it, it does. I mean, oh, sometimes it's awful. You know, because you have this picture, and I'll be honest, I, I I picture Kim all the time. You know, the way she prays, and I'm thinking, you know, I, I can never do we that. We can never get on her level. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Why even try? Exactly. Yeah. But 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 hearing that, I think it's, it's encouraging to people saying, you know what, they they do the same. You know, they struggle too. Oh, my all mind the time. wanders all the time when, I, yeah. when I'm praying and things, and, I, and it just it frustrates me. But and I love that you you talk about that is partly a sacrifice because you are sacrificing mm-hmm. some of your time yep but you know why why you're doing it you know there's other areas that, that we sacrifice and we've talked about this and and it was one of my big things money was a big issue for me mm. it was the, the last thing that i really gave over to, to god and saying you know you are going to control everything right and and even though it doesn't make sense with 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 a excel spreadsheet with all the budget and things like that we're going to give we're going to give at least 10 percent right mm-hmm. off the top no matter mm-hmm. what and I, it's been amazing to yep. watch what's happened. But it was losing control of that was it was a long, hard road for me. And that was the thing that, and I think in our Western culture, especially around where where we are, I, I just read this week that I think the average person gives two and a half percent of their mm-hmm. their two and a half percent, yeah. And and you, can you imagine? And I think it's only like twenty five percent of Christians. Yeah, yeah, like that are included in 
any amount of giving, right. and then out of that, the average is like two point five percent. And, and there's, there's something that probably right now there may be somebody out there that's just, just kind of say, oh, there's there's tension there, and I think you just got to pay attention to that because mm-hmm. it's not about hey, we want money. The, another nonprofit wants money. Anything right. else wants money. It's a matter of you being obedient with God and trusting God, like this woman in our story, uh, of sacrificing everything she had and trusting God for it. Mm. For me, when I wasn't giving, I wasn't trusting God to fulfill everything right. that there was in my life. Right. And to your question earlier, I think that if we want to do the sacrifice, then it's not a big enough sacrifice. So, like, if we are loving, if we are comfortable giving the amount that we're giving, and even if it was a challenge at first, then God is probably calling us to give a little bit more. Right. And it might be time. So, like, if I, when I get to a spot where that hour is time a breeze, is huge. Hour and a half is what I need to move on to. Maybe getting up yeah. earlier and doing that. Yeah. And and we've said it through the series that, that if following Jesus is not costing you something, exactly, there is something. Let's just call it what it is. There's something wrong. Yep. Hundred percent. If, if if there's not times you're saying either I don't want to do this or I I wish I wasn't called to do this or stretching yourself to right. I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah, the uncomfort. Then are you really following Jesus? Right, and that brings us to the second question. Dennis Massey, good to see you. Top fan in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. You're here for a great question. Uh, this is a challenging question, and honestly, I don't know if I have the answer. Um, I just want to preface with that. But if you feel comfortable saying yes or no in the chat. Um, we're not going to tell you you're wrong because I'm not sure the answer, but here's the, the scary question I want to ask. Can you truly be a disciple without sacrificing everything? And then the question that goes through my mind is, is that why Jesus says the road is narrow to heaven? Yeah. So, yes or no, Kevin, good to see you, another top fan in the building. If you feel comfortable, I know that's a scary question, but can you truly be a disciple if you're not giving above and beyond financially, giving above and beyond service-wise, spending time alone with God, you know, really diving deep into serving the least of these? Yeah. There, there was a video um, that was out at the IF gathering, if anybody went to the women, ladies went to the IF gathering. and mm, Yeah, um, we had... 44 right. women at Crossbridge. Your your mom, who, who kind of helped head that up some, Nicole Wiley did also, but there was a, a thing about a guy who was living very comfortably here mm. who had married uh, a converted Muslim, and they went back to live in the Middle East, and they mm. wouldn't even show his picture because he could be killed for what he's doing. Oh, wow. Gave up everything to go back, hmm. and he talked about the comfortable lifestyle that we as believers in the in the United States have. Right. And, you know, they're being threatened all the time uh, of being killed. Right. I mean, giving up everything. And it, yeah. it was it was it was moving and and convicting to me. Yeah. And whenever you hear stories about that, you're like, wow, that's so incredible. I wish I could get to that level. But then we're not like willing to take the steps to get to that level. Yeah. And yeah. So Marissa says it depends on what how we define sacrifice everything. Molly Beer says, no, I don't think so. I tend to lean towards no. I don't think you can be a true disciple without sacrificing everything. And then I would say I'm not a true disciple yet because I know that there's so many areas in my life. But and, and, that, and that's correct. I don't know. And here's, here's how I look at it somewhat, too, is it's, it's living like this. You know, everything right. is yours, God. I understand that everything is yours, and, and it's giving him the keys uh, to your life, okay? Right. And what he does a lot of times, you hand him the keys to everything that you own, everything that you are, everything that you think, everything, where place you go— and at times he hands them back to you. Hmm. 
you know, it, it's one of those things. Say, okay, yeah, you can have them for now as long as you're willing to give them back to me right. when I ask for them. Right. That's good. and so I would say yes. Right. It, yeah. it, it is. It is giving control of. It is giving control to Jesus of everything in your life. As we've said it again in this series, as it's saying yes, knowing that the answer is yes, no matter what he asks you. I love it. No matter what he asks you. I love it. Yeah, Kevin says, I want to say yes because God can bless us well above our ability to give, and giving it all may not seem like a sacrifice. Good answer, man. Thanks for responding. I love Mandy's response, though. She says, I'm not sure any of us really sacrifice everything. Agreed. And yeah. And I think that's what you were talking about yeah, earlier. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I say I can't I can't be a disciple. Right. But but honestly and, and again it's a challenging question but if we're moving that way, if that's where our heart is, you, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit about this on on Sunday mm-hmm. is that if am I willing? I mean, right. sometimes the prayer is actually God help me to be willing to do this. Exactly. I know I can't do it right now. I'm not willing to do it. But help me to even even helping me to want to get to that point. Right. And that's you're starting on that journey. Right. And that's that's the key part of it. You see, because the 12 disciples that Jesus chose and walked with got it wrong all the time, all the time. So that's why it's encouraging for me to say, I don't know if we can be a true disciple until we're perfect like Jesus. They weren't true disciples. Right. then. it was the word and the language that Jesus taught. So. It's all a part of the journey, and that's why our mission statement is transforming lives by helping people take next steps. How can you take a next step in your journey to becoming that disciple that God is calling you to be? And honestly, the answer to that is how you responded to the first question. What is something you need to give up right. and give in to God right. to take that next step? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Good stuff. Move on to the next question? Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Here, here's, I, love, I love this question. Are we more in love with the idea of being disciples, oh yeah, than actually being disciples. Yeah, are you more question? in love with the idea of being a disciple than actually being a disciple? And this can be another yes or no answer in the chat. Are you more in love with being a disciple? I heard this from a pastor. His name's Eugene Cho. Yeah, uh, he spoke at the If Gathering conference. Yep. He he wrote a book. Um, that it was that idea and the tagline was, are we more in love with changing the world than actually changing the world? And you can use that tagline for anything. Are we more in love with serving than actually serving? Are we more in love with being generous than actually being? And it all boils down to, are we more in love with being a disciple? The idea of it. It's like earlier. Oh, I like that idea of, you know, selling everything and going, but like what I actually do it. Right. And the majority of the time, the tension wins over. Sure, it does. and the uncomfortable wins over and says, mm, "Not this time." Yeah, and 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 how many of us, you know, we get to a, a comfortable lifestyle, a comfortable thing, a, a way of life, and you know, deep down, that no, I don't want this to change. I don't want this to change. Right. You know. Right. Are you an individual who hates change or thrives in change? I love change. Okay. What about Barb? She she does really well with change. She's probably a little less than I am. Okay. I mean, I, I, I love change. Yeah, Marissa can't stand change. Yeah. And I do well in change because I'm a go-getter. Yeah. But it is so important for me to have a routine. And that's why every morning, 8 to 9, I've got it in my calendar. That's time alone with God time. Then work from about 10 to 4, 10 to 5, and yeah. then go to the gym. Like, that is my routine. But when things change, I'm able to respond because – but I really do like that consistency. So, um, Michaela Hansen, yeah, it's really easy to romanticize following God. I think that's a perfect way of writing it, too, romanticizing God. 
Oh yeah, that's good. Like romantic, like in any of the chick flick movies, do we have a chick flick kind of Christianity? Yeah. The other the other part of this is that sometimes we we like to look like we are oh are yeah. doing something. You know? Yeah. And I think that go back to our verse is hmm. are the people who are putting in these large sums of money that's good. They're still not costing them, but they felt good about themselves, and now they're you know everybody's looking at me, and I they they see all the change coming in. Right. And again, it it, it comes from a, the heart, and that's what mm-hmm. that's what God is looking at. So this isn't on here. Uh, before we move into closing, generationally speaking, okay, um, so it's very clear that the church has been on the decline in America for the last couple of decades. Correct. Um, so your generation very much, uh, you know, dress up nice, go to Sunday morning service every, every week, all of that. You need the people. What was the idea of discipleship like for you growing up? Um. In the in in the bad sense or the good sense, however you want to answer, either. Here's where I where I think our generation got some of this wrong, is that um, it it became a lot of head knowledge. Okay. okay? Yeah. Right. We've so, talked about that. Yeah. So if you if you knew scripture, if you memorized scripture, mm-hmm. if if whatever it is, the more you knew about theology, you could mm-hmm. you could argue yourself in, into conversations, things like that. Right. Then you were spiritual, if you will. Okay. Uh, it, and it never transferred to to your heart, you know. Hmm. Um, and now I would argue that it swung the other way almost too much. Right. Is that it's all I don't need church. I don't need that these kind of things. I heard that this last week. You know, I don't I don't need to go to church. You know, as long as I'm I'm doing good, I'm out here, I'm helping right. the homeless. I'm and and all that stuff is good. Just just like all the head knowledge stuff is good. Right. And all the all the helping and and all the the you know justice stuff and everything like that is all good it's got to be a combination of both Mm -hmm. and again the truth is somewhere here in the middle and that's what we found um and i think because there was so much tension of so much one way in the other from your generation to my generation right that it's almost become like uh we're gonna do as much in the opposite way as we can the pendulum always swings right from one from one area to the to the other you know and i would still argue and 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 to your your generation, I would argue that, that that's one reason why we are so passionate about gathering on, on, on church. Right. Not because there's something special about church, but there's something special about a body of believers Community, in person. Man. You can't get that on the couch. It's the best thing. You know, and, 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 and again, don't beat yourself up because we, we do a lot of video and things like that. Yeah. We're on video but, right now. <laughs> but if, if you're sitting on a couch because it's just easier. Yeah. Because, you know what, I can sit in my pajamas and have my coffee, and I don't have to go out and park cars, and I don't have to go out and, right. and greet, and I don't have to, you know, to comb my hair, what have you. Right. That's just lazy. Yeah. 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 And Jesus didn't have the privilege of waiting until 1030 to hop on Facebook, you know? Exactly. He, he was in the streets. And then you think of, of the, you know, you talked earlier about, about these third world countries and, and stuff that, that are living in poverty, and they walk four, five, ten miles <laughs> to go to hear somebody. Yeah. Teach them. Yeah. They spend their whole Sunday on a trip. Walking. Yep. For a, for a two to and, three hour service. And we can't get out of our <laughs> chairs. Yeah. And we've said it all the time. That, we love determination. Yeah, Brad, Brad's over here. <laughs> Sorry. And at home. We said this is going to be a challenging night. Yeah. We say all the time, and and this is coming from the online person, the digital ministry person, 
we love what we do social media wise. But we can we can reach we yeah, can reach, we can reach people, people and we're gonna leverage it the best we possibly can. Yes, but there is nothing that replaces community. Nothing. And so if you are if you're feeling like you're struggling, we can only blame COVID for so long of like why we've been struggling. Right. Like at the end of the day, we have to eventually be responsible for our growth and for our mental health. And so discipleship cannot just happen online. Right. It just can't. And, and I tell you, you know, as good as, as, as online stuff is, I, I, I tell you this last week, I sat in the back stood in the back while the worship team is playing mm-hmm. just in tears, honestly, at one point. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I just thank God for being able to have that experience. That wouldn't, that would not have happened at home. Right. It just wouldn't have. Right. It would have been good, but it wouldn't have been the same experience as being there. Right. And then I, I and then I watch other people worship, you know, and that to me, it's just, it's just so cool. There's something about the live experience. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I will argue you to can't the day. translate community I, you the just, same. You just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so closing today, uh, we're going to – sorry, we're a few minutes late. We got a few minutes late started. <laughs> so anyway, closing today, here's what we're going to do. We are going to – I'm going to give you three challenging ideas to wrestle with. And then Brad's going to give you three next steps to think about and process. Um, you don't have to agree with these three nope. ideas. I just want to give them to you to process, to wrestle with in your journey, okay? Uh, The first one is this. Disciples need to give, need to give financially and in service for the kingdom of God. The second, disciples need to commit time alone with God every day. And the third, disciples need to find ways to serve God Monday through Saturday, not just on Sunday. All good stuff. Yeah. I mean, the, the, And it will stretch you. If you don't give and you hear that you need to to be a disciple and you're like, oh, there's tension there. If you don't serve, if you don't, you know, there's all areas that we need to grow in. Right. But those, for me, are three areas that are like, it's game on. They're not, they're, and they're non-negotiable. They're non-negotiable. They are non-negotiable. As a disciple of Jesus. As a Christian, you can, you can kind of play with these things. Yep. As a but Christian, if you're going to say, I'm going to follow Jesus with all my heart, these are non-negotiable. So let me give you just some, some, some next steps. Practical next some steps. Practical next steps. And, you know, when it comes, to, it comes to giving, and again, we want something for you here. We don't want something from you. Yeah, we don't. We, don't, we are blessed financially. We are so blessed. We are we blessed are so financially as a church. We're so grateful. It, it is amazing what we get to do. Uh, but I think we there's some some of us, myself included, that need to take some next steps in, in generosity, right? As far as financial, yep. And uh, we have a new a new system called PushPay that is, is an online giving. I would set it up as an automatic recurring, just so that you can forget about it and, and mm-hmm. be done with it. And you can find it on our website, yep. c3fw.org. Go to the donate section, and then you can set up a PushPay account and, and just say, you know what, I'm I'm going to stretch myself. I don't know, you know, it may be ten dollars a week. Mm-hmm. It may be twenty dollars. You know, it's it may might need to start. Start somewhere and and just start saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to start financially giving. Yeah, and then with giving, what I like to encourage people to do is to associate what they're sacrificing with what they're giving, mm-hmm. so that you can make it about sacrifice. Say, God, this week I'm giving up ten dollars a week, which is two cups of Starbucks. Yep. And for some people, you might be like. 
that might sound humorous, but like for you, if you get Starbucks every single day and you're saying now Monday and Wednesday I'm going to make my coffee at home, or if you're spending more, money, if you're spending more at Starbucks a month than what you're giving, you have a problem. I agree. Amen. Ouch. Yeah, you're just really. Brad's not going to have a job. After no, this week. no. But but at the end of the day, guys. So Kevin asks, is push pay up and running now? Is simple give being shut down soon? Uh, we are we are phasing out simple give. I believe. Some week in April, um, I think it's April no sixth. No Simple give will no longer be. It'll only be active. So go to the donate section. Start with ten dollars. Start with a hundred dollars. Whatever. Honestly, pray about it. Yeah. Like God, what is, what is a number? And then what is a sacrificial number? And no, even and e- yeah, and even number. It, it's almost. I I would look at a percentage. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, I think a percentage is a little more accurate way to do I that. Agree. We can talk more about that at some time. But yeah. it's just so giving yeah. financially, and then and then giving of, of time, yes. and serving. Yes, and and I tell you, churches everywhere are struggling with this. Mm-hmm. And this is an area, honestly, I would say that we struggle with more than financial. Yeah, because I, I would I would challenge Crossbridges right now that that we have more of a serving issue right now than what mm-hmm. we do a giving issue. Mm-hmm. Okay, which means that that you know. There's places to volunteer. There's C3 Sports. There's there's greeting. There's parking lot. There's um, tech team. Tech team. Uh, cleaning. Team. Cleaning. I'm, I'm telling cleaning you, is a big one. Cleaning is a huge one right now. And and Ryan, your lovely wife, is going to be here tomorrow cleaning. And, so if if you're one of those people that says, "Hey, I just don't feel comfortable being around people because of yeah. COVID," cleaning, you don't have to be around anybody. Anyone. You can come in at your own time. Yep. Clean at your own pace, but it's something that needs to be done every single. We're starting week. up a mowing team coming up here very shortly. So there's Same all idea. kinds of areas around here, and there's all kinds of areas outside of Crossbridge. Mm-hmm. But you need to be volunteering. You need to be doing something somewhere mm-hmm. and sacrificing your time because for some of us, it's very easy to write the check. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's much easier. You know what? I'm just going to give money instead of actually putting in time. Right. And so again, it's a heart thing. Right. We have to have to figure that out. Yep. Okay. Um, and this is one that challenges me. Yeah, you challenged me. Challenging to, one, you yeah. you challenged me tonight with what you know. And that's one reason why I asked you to kind of explain mm-hmm. that because I is commit to one hour every day this week to time alone with God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get there. It's tough. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna and I'm gonna I put, try. <laughs> I put one hour because I know how scary of a number it is for I, so many people. Yeah. And in the past, I've said start with five minutes. Yes. Start with ten minutes, and that's great. Eventually, we need to stop starting and we need to start, start pushing. Moving. Start Absolutely. moving. And that's what challenged me about this because because mm-hmm. I was thinking that's exactly interesting because I was thinking I, I wonder that. why we didn't put fifteen minutes or thirty minutes mm-hmm. because it's not sacrificing. It's a scary number. It's a scary number. Yeah. And. I, I promise An hour. You. Yeah. I watch an hour of television. I know. At least. I'm going to go home and watch with my wife. I'll be I'll be three hours tonight. Yeah. You know, so anyway. Yeah. And, and in that hour, like for me, I like to do my hour in the morning, and that's because of the uh, – sorry, the, the screen just went black for just a second. I think we're back up, though. <laughs> uh, the hour in the morning for me is I have the flexibility of being on staff at a church where my hours are a little bit more flexible. If you need to do – 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the evening, 10 minutes here, 30 minutes at lunch, 10 minutes there. God, I think it's all about God appreciating the sacrifice. You don't have to do it all at once. You can break it up in the car, listen to the Bible on the way. But yeah, I think an hour is a huge number, um, a scary number for a lot of people to take up. Yeah. yeah. What about this last one? Last one. Um, Join a small group, form a volunteer organization for the month of April. You know, just... Plug into some other people. Plug into mm-hmm. when? When does our sur- our Saturday service? Yeah, so this is a, this will be a big one. Um, Smack team, <laughs> our serving missionaries and communities team, 
uh, here at Crossbridge is launching the fourth Saturday in March. So the last Saturday in March. And we uh, tomorrow I have a sign up sheet going out. We're going to be partnering with NeighborLink for the fourth Saturday of every month serving other organizations, other communities. So it's still Crossbridge led. But for the month of April, what we're challenging you with this next step, sign up either for this fourth Saturday of March or for the fourth April Saturday. Do one of those two um, of your serving other communities. Right. And it can be huge to say, God, even though I volunteer here, I'm going to go out into my community and be a disciple. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, thank you all so much for joining, you tuning are, in. Yeah, and you're not going to want to miss Sunday. No, so. it's going to be good. It's going to be powerful. Uh, Brad's got a great message planned. Worship team. We got a cool video and then awesome communion. It's going to be good. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your evening. As always, this is the Gen Team. <laughs> thanks I for being here, everybody. I've that before. I don't know. <laughs>